Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherd. Christy, pretty soon we'll be beginning a new cohort of our Soul Shepherding Institute in Idlewild, California. So looking forward to meeting some new friends in that time and sharing that community. One of my favorite things that we teach on in our institute is when we talk about hearing God. It's so important to our our intimacy with God and our ministry and all of our relationships. Our life with God, I, I remember before I knew I could hear God and how difficult it was trying to figure out how to apply God's word to our daily living and being able to, one of the things Dallas did was reinvigorate my confidence, which is my faith that I could hear God and venture into that daily in my life. And it's it's so helpful to our life with God. Yeah. You know, I think the topic of hearing God seems mystical to some of us and we turn it into something that's not ordinary, but it's meant to be uh, that we would grow in an as part of our discipleship to Jesus and our uh, reading and learning of God's word, that we would grow in a conversational relationship with the Lord, that we would be interacting with God. And, uh, you know, it's not like hearing an audible voice. Uh, and, and Dallas's teaching did a lot for us to help make it very concrete and practical and down-to-earth and just, just a part of daily life. And the importance of making space in prayer for the listening part of prayer, not just filling it with our own words and then closing it up and walking away. Yeah, and sometimes hearing God, we need to just realize it's really part of a, a larger subject that's noticing God. Mm-hmm. It's appreciating God's presence. And because it, it's, it's about relationship and communication isn't only the transfer of words. It's really ultimately the transfer or interchange of, of presence. And so that's really what we're talking about here. And so as we're continuing this uh, series of podcasts on Dallas Willard and remembering his life and his legacy uh, in honor of, of him, uh, he died on May 8th, 2013. Very special friend and mentor to Christy and me and to so many people through his books, through his uh, classes and teachings and uh, what a what just amazing that he so many people would say Dallas Willard was my friend, you know. I mean, it's one thing to say, you know, I I read Dallas's book, but there are a lot of people like you and me that's like, well, he was our friend. We we talked with him, we had meals with him, and we we spent time with him, and he, we shared our lives with him, and he listened, and he shared his life with us, and uh, what what an incredible uh, experience that was for us, and. Uh, you know, I, it's hard to imagine the, our soul shepherding ministry without the influence mm. of Dallas and his yeah. wife, Jane. No, I can't imagine it. So much of what we've received that we get to pass on, God used Dallas and Jane. I mean, I don't think there's a day of our soul shepherding institute, our spiritual direction certificate program, really anything that we do in soul shepherding, our uh, Journey of the Soul book, the Your Best Life in Jesus Easy Yoke book, or other resources uh, have been so influenced by uh, Dallas's theology and philosophy, his psychology, his reading of the Bible, his, his uh, great ideas, 
and just especially the way he did life as a disciple of Jesus. Yeah, not not because we were just fans of him, but because the way that he streamed Jesus in the ways that he pointed us to Jesus and the ways that he awakened our faith and our trust in Jesus and the ways that his words spurred us on in love and devotion to Jesus. We all need a Christ ambassador, uh, more than one ideally. And uh, that's what we're saying is that Dallas Willard was that for us, uh, an ambassador or representative of Jesus. And, you know, he, he followed the George Fox teaching of uh, taking men and women off of himself and putting them on to Jesus. And that's that's a great insight from George Fox. Uh, and we especially need that as pastors, as leaders, uh, counselors. You know, when people are looking to us for wisdom, for support, we need to keep drawing them to Jesus uh, in our words and in our own uh, prayerfulness. So a great quote in Journey of the Soul from Dallas. I I just love this. This is about hearing God, and it's in chapter 2 on grace for your journey. Dallas writes, One of my great joys came when I got up from a chair to walk to the podium, and the Lord said to me, Now remember, it's what I do with the words between your lips and their hearts that matters. That is a tremendous lesson. If you do not trust God to do that, then he will let you do what you're going to do and is not going to come to much. Mm. But once you turn it loose and recognize we are always inadequate, but our inadequacy is not the issue, then you are able to lay that burden down and the satisfaction you have in Christ spills over into everything you do. Praise God, our inadequacies are not the issue. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you feel inadequate, huh? Often I feel inadequate. Yeah, I was feeling inadequate uh, just before this podcast. And uh, uh, that can spiral us into some anxiety and uh, shame, performance pressure, uh, ego stuff, pleasing people. And all that spins us out of appreciating God's presence yeah, and I mean, on our own, we are inadequate, absolutely inadequate without Jesus. Yeah, so how does this help help us with hearing God? You know, when we think about Dallas's words here, uh, he sensed the Spirit say to him, it's not what you do, Dallas, uh, with the words, but what, what I, the Spirit of God, do with the words between your lips and the hearts of the people. That's what matters. Yeah, well, Dallas is trusting that more than hearing him, hearing from God is where the power is going to be anytime he steps up to be a spokesperson for Jesus. Yeah, and not, and one side of that is as a speaker, uh, and this is the title of this podcast, we want to be looking to hear from God before we speak to others, because God's word is the key thing. And so when you're, if you're a pastor preparing a sermon, you know, getting some fresh manna from the Word of God and listening for God's voice in that is the most important thing we can do. Um, But right alongside of that, and just as important, is trusting the Spirit of Jesus to speak to our listeners, not only through what we say, but just through the conversation. Well, yeah, and as they come with faith that God's going to speak to them, their ears are open to hear from him. 
Right. And so we then what becomes so important for us as speakers and writers is to facilitate that, that opportunity for people to hear from God and not thinking that it all is hinging on my words, uh, but actually God is present to speak and to be counting on that. That's, that's the insight that Dallas uh, got there. And one of the reasons I was so confident that this was a, a great uh, and true uh, wisdom from the Lord for Dallas is because uh, prior to reading that, I had my own experience with hearing God in a very similar way. And it was around my writing uh, uh, many years ago and writing and trying to find the right words. And I, one time I sensed that the, the Lord just whispered in my heart, uh, Bill, the most important words you write are the ones that come between the lines. So I need to think about that for a while because, okay, wait a minute. So that's not, I'm not writing those words. The most important words in my book are not the ones I'm writing. They're coming between the lines. So it's like, okay, I better pay attention to what is happening between the lines and and how can I facilitate that so that uh, to create an environment for the reader to hear God's voice in that. And, and obviously the same thing applies to speaking, and that's basically what, what Dallas heard the Lord say. And so, yeah, what a relief that is for us, huh, Christy? It's a great relief. It's not all up to us. Yeah, and so, and it, and it redirects our preparation. I mean, it, it comes down to, you know, why do we do this podcast the way we do it? And, well, we're, we're trying to facilitate conversation here between us meaning between Bill and Christy, and then with us and you, and with the Lord. It's an interaction. It's an experience, because we're trying to open up those between-the-lines spaces. We don't, we don't script our podcasts. We have just an organic conversation trusting Jesus with us and with you as you listen. Yeah, and of course, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with a scripted podcast or lecture or, or sermon or message, and, uh, but... Even then, the way we give it, we want to pay attention to the between the lines. And the advantage of a spontaneous, organic conversation is that it facilitates some of those openings, some of those uh, different channels of different modes of, of communicating and being together so that hopefully we, we open up more of the space between the lines for people. And so some of that comes back to what we were talking about uh, earlier, and we were talking about relaxing with Jesus before you minister, uh, podcast before last, and saying, you know, it's really important in our in our 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 bodies, uh, in our soul care, in uh, how we before we minister, before we speak, before we lead, that that we rest, that we uh, take care of ourselves, because how we bring our embodied personality into the sermon that we're going to give or the small group that we're going to leave is going to make a difference for what people feel when they're with us. People can sense the stress that we have. They can sense when we're striving, trying too hard. I, I've experienced that from others where I can sense they're, they're really trying hard and it's actually been a distraction to me. Mm. And I, I lose sight of actually Jesus with me and listening to Jesus through them. Yeah, sometimes the... The performance as a speaker, if it's like so polished and so perfect, that that can be distracting. And so we, we could overdo that. 
and miss the main thing, which is the presence of God in our midst. And so appreciating that, uh, whether that means smiling or slowing down or asking questions or sometimes doing a message where it is a conversation with somebody or a panel or something or uh, setting aside our notes for part of it. But we're opening up different ways for communicating that give a different opening for the Spirit to speak to people and to facilitate that, that experience. We want people to have an experience where they're, they're hearing from God. And so if I'm attentive to God, then the people that I'm with might be too. And I think there can be a preparing of our hearts of, of really enthralling our minds with Jesus like we talked about earlier in this series and spending time enjoying the Lord, being being with the Lord that can help us to better be prepared to hear from God. And so well, you and I try to take responsibility for ourselves in that as we go to church, praying that God would speak to us and expecting that and looking for that. Yeah, it, rather than expecting the the pastor to um, bring all the insights and and God connections or the worship leader, but to realize, no, this is really a matter of my faith and my looking to Jesus uh, in in this church service. And so that's why I like it when you ask me, Christy, you know, well, what what did you learn today at church or how were you encouraged? And, and just having those conversations with you, oftentimes I, I learn a lot from those conversations. Well, it's interesting because we hear different things. And God is like that. He's so personal. He knows what I need to hear, and he knows what you need to hear. And they're not always the same thing. And so that's one of the ways we hear God is by listening to people and being being attentive, uh, asking questions, and, and noticing. And uh, what are some other things that help you, Christy, with uh, hearing God's voice? Sometimes it helps me just to write what I think God might be saying to me and responding to me in mm-hmm. uh, in a prayer as I've poured out, you know, what I'm feeling, thinking, needing, longing for, I've asked him for something as, as a step of faith to just start writing what I think he might say to me. And oftentimes that will help me to hear the Lord as I, as I read back on what I wrote, I oftentimes will find, oh yeah, that does sound like God or, oh, that's consistent with his word here or there. Uh, There's also times when just asking and then just stopping with faith and listening to the next thought that comes and then receiving it as if, as if it could have been from God and testing it and saying, well, does that sound like God? Does that, is, is there anything like that that is similar to his word in scripture or something I really know to be true about God or a sense of authority and surprise to it that, yeah, I never would have thought of that. That, that didn't come from me. And yeah, that has an authority as if that's really true. That's trustworthy. I've seen you do this with Lexio Divina, where you're writing down what you think God might say to you as part of your journaling mm-hmm. uh, through the Lexio process. And yeah, it's really helpful when you put it in those those terms and even describing what God's voice might sound like. Uh, and these are things that you've learned from experience, uh, things that you've learned from study. And so that's helping you over time become more attuned with, more more capable of discerning what God might be saying 
in a well, situation. Well, and also conversations with people that know know God well and are intimate with God. And, you know, it used to be when I was younger that I would think some of the con- condemning, shaming things that I thought were from God. And it was really helpful and powerful to me when people that I loved and respected, including you, would say, no, I don't think that that's from God. That's not consistent, you know, with what God would say and helping me understand where that was coming from, where that thought was coming from and being able to distinguish between, for instance, the the voice of the accuser condemning me, accusing me, shaming me versus the voice of my loving father offering me grace and leading me in, if it's an area of, of sin in a, towards a, a rethinking, gentle rethinking and re, which is what repentance means, a changing of my mind and my heart. Yeah, so what you're saying, Christy, uh, is so important. We're, we're really vulnerable to project our own brokenness or negative emotions or unhealthy personality issues. We're prone to project that into the Bible, into what we think God might be saying as, as we're praying and listening. And so we, we really need some some cleansing there, some some guidance, uh, and this is something that a spiritual director can do for you. And it's why we have a team of senior spiritual directors on soul shepherding to listen to you, to give you empathy, to help you with learning to hear God's voice. And you can connect with one of our spiritual directors just going to soulshepherding.org, and, and we have a network of, of people that are available to support you and your ministry. With that, just what a great gift that is. We so we so need that, and this is a great uh, example for that when it comes to hearing. God's voice. Because, I mean, what could be more precious than that? When God speaks, he brings life. The other thing that is really key for me in hearing God is sometimes I need to be heard by another person, an ambassador of Christ, who can help me get unclogged from all this stuff, all this emotion in me that is I'm preoccupied with and that is keeping me from being able to relax and be open and to, to hear from God. So good. Well, in this week's uh, Soul Shepherding blog, we'll be talking more about this. We'll be talking about what God's voice sounds like and have some great teaching from Dallas Willard in that, so you'll want to get that. And if you haven't signed up for our blog, that's easy to do. It's free, and I'd love to have you in that community. I want to give a a thanks to Andrew and Brianna Wood. Uh, He's a pastor, and she's a therapist. And they uh, sent a review in on uh, to Amazon for Journey of the Soul and love their story. They're, they're reading it together and saying, you know, these teachings have brought clarity and direction that's been so valuable for navigating our own spiritual lives and, this is really important, and for helping others. That's, that's the point with Journey of the Soul. It's for your soul care, but it's for your ministry, your relationships, uh, your leadership uh, with other people. Uh, and they're appreciating that the, the book is written so it's accessible for uh, everyone, no matter what stage that you're in. Any, all the Christ stages uh, in Journey of the Soul, the different stages of faith, uh, each are a different opportunity for emotional and spiritual growth and different temptations that we have, different trials that we face, different soul care practices are going to be helpful. But all the stages are good, and we can be healthy or not in any of those stages, and we help you assess that and uh, experience God's grace right where you are because 
There's no other place to receive God's grace than where you are. Uh, So, Lord, thank you for the gift of your grace. And we just pray for each one listening, Lord, because one of your best expressions of grace to us is your word, your word in Scripture, and your your speaking voice uh, in the creation, and and this a still small voice of your Holy Spirit. And so help each of us um, to hear your voice, to notice your presence, to grow in a conversational relationship with you, to learn better how to how to hear you speak before we speak to others, especially if we're preparing messages, uh, sermons, blogs, podcasts. Help us, Lord, to be the kind of people that are uh, pressing in closer to Jesus and coming out of our own uh, richness of a life experience with you that we can overflow with to other people so that they too would press in closer to Jesus. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, I'm excited to tell you that Soul Shepherding has a network of senior spiritual directors available to help you. You just go to soulshepherding.org forward slash network and you can find one of the men and women ministers that Christy and I have personally trained through our Soul Shepherding Institute and Spiritual Direction Certificate Program. And they are great at empathy, asking questions, listening with a tender heart, praying for you, and guiding you gently uh, on the path of life with Jesus uh, in your prayer life and in the challenges of your life, your ministry, your work. And so check out the soulshepherding.org forward slash network of senior spiritual directors who are available to talk with you and support you in your life, in your ministry. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org.